This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in. Winning Cures Everything, I'm Gary, I'm here solo this week, Chris is in Disney World, so I am a little bit late with the Super Bowl recap, but there is much, much to discuss, of course, let's let that jam play a little bit. Alright, so let's get into it, the Chiefs win 31-20 to over the San Francisco 49ers, uh, Fantastic halftime show, fantastic ads, everything else. We're going to get to all of it. Uh, But before we do, let's go ahead and tell you who's bringing you the show. The website is winningcureseverything.com. Go check it out for yourself. Picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the like button and leave us a comment. Tell us what you thought about the game uh, see if you thought it was as fantastic as we did. Uh, Chris got to watch it at uh, a nice restaurant in Disney World. Him and his wife, he hung out at the bar. I'll let him tell you the stories, of course. Uh, I'm sure he's going to have a bunch of them. Uh, we both missed on the 49ers, uh, but that's okay. We didn't have a ton of money on the game, but uh, but we had a little bit. We had some prop bets. We're going to get into those. We're going to recap those as well. Uh, and if you were going to make your prop bets, if you're going to bet on anything, go down to Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They've got six incredible sports books. We're going to vouch for all of them. So go check them out. Tunicatravel.com is the website to get more information. They got great shows coming through town, comedy, concerts, all that kind of stuff. They got great steakhouses. They got great golf courses. Go check it out for yourself. Tunicatravel.com is the website. Let's jump into this. It is fantastic. To finally see Andy Reid, who has been at this for as long as a person my age can remember, uh, he has not he has not gotten a Super Bowl before now. Two hundred twenty second win. Uh, that's pretty fantastic. That's pretty fantastic. Patrick Mahomes was outstanding at the end of the game. That's about it. 
the last six, seven minutes of the game. He was great, lights out. Uh, otherwise, yeah, pretty mediocre. But when the other team only scores 20 points and you're only down by 10, all you need is a quick burst, and Kansas City has always got that in them. They did it in every playoff game, came back from double digits down in every single playoff game, never been done before. So cheers to them on that. Um, let's go ahead and recap some of the prop bets that we did. Uh, if you had bet 10 bucks on every single prop bet that I did and every single prop bet that Chris did, um, if you had done all 10 of mine, 10 bucks on each, you would have come out $29.97 richer. Uh, if you had done all of Chris's, you would be $61.35 uh, less. We'll say that. So, um, Chris went 2-8 and eight in prop bets. I went 6-4. and four. We both missed on the 49ers money line. Um, 49ers just spread straight up because obviously it's only a point and a half. Uh, but we did hit the under. Now, it got a little hairy there at the end, obviously with that, that late Williams touchdown run. To make it 31 to 20, that's 51 points. The under was 54 and a half. Uh, everybody was betting over on 52 and a half. Didn't quite get there. So anybody that had an under, which was not a big portion of the population, they hit, and that's fine. Um, the ones that that we did hit, anytime touchdown score, so Pat Mahomes to have a rushing touchdown was plus 280. Hit that one. We hit Jimmy Garoppolo to have an interception. Uh, let's see, I hit 49ers total team sacks over two and a half. Will the 49ers convert a fourth down? No, was minus 115, hit that one. And let's see, hit, uh, will the game be tied after 0-0? Oh, and Miko Hardeman total receptions under one and a half. Uh, that was plus 100. He only had one for two yards on the game. The two that Chris hit, uh, let's see, first, uh, either a sack or a touchdown, he picked sack and... Yeah, there was a sack before there was a touchdown in this game. And the number of 49ers to score, he had under three and a half, and that one hit. So that ended up working out pretty well uh, for both of us. The big question coming out of this game, um, obviously Andy Reid was forever known as the guy that couldn't win the big game. Now that mantle kind of goes over to Kyle Shanahan, right? So the question is, did Shanahan choke or maybe did Jimmy Garoppolo choke, right? If you go back and look at the final seven minutes of this game, and it wasn't just that, right? But if you look at the final seven minutes of the game, Shanahan had him set up in perfect spots to be able to win this ball game. The third and ten uh, that, that he overthrew, which, had you underthrown the ball, then you at least get a pass interference. If you throw it dead on, then you've got a touchdown because he's a step and a half ahead of the, the defensive backs. But if you overthrow it, then you got no chance. And then it becomes fourth down, and you take a sack on fourth down, is what it is. Uh, on the third and five play, when you're up 20-17, to 17, the 49ers are. Third and five, Jimmy G gets a ball batted down at the line of scrimmage, He's got Emmanuel Sanders in the flat, wide open, for a first down. That would have run more time off the clock. Now, we can talk about Jimmy G not being able to make the throws, not being able to see the field correctly, etc. But the play calling itself was a little bit suspect, right? Let's, let's go back and think about what actually got them there. I mean, there were multiple series 
in the second half, they completely got away from the run. The 49ers averaged over six yards a carry in this game, which is unbelievable. You average over six yards a carry and you lose the game, the only reason you do that is because you go away from it. And there was no reason to. Uh, They have got a drive where they come out and there's two minutes left in this ballgame. And they are now down 24-20. to You got all three timeouts and the two-minute warning. You come out and you run a play that's uh, uh, Mostert for five yards. And then you don't ever go back to him. You have an incomplete pass on second down and five. You have an incomplete pass on third down and five. And then you don't get the fourth down. I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense to me why you would not continue to do the one thing that you have been able to do successfully the whole ballgame. So the question does go back to Kyle Shanahan. So let, let's take the, the end of the game out of it. Let's talk about the last two minutes of the first half, which is where it was really criminal what Shanahan did. Now, we can talk about the bad offensive pass interference call, right? If you want to look at it by letter of the law, that is the correct call. But it is that one was not even as egregious as the one that cost the Saints in overtime against the Vikings in the playoffs. The one that Kyle Rudolph did where he completely pushed off and they didn't call it, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, it, it's just ridiculous. So, you've got a stop with a minute 45 left, a minute 50, something like that, and Kansas City has to punt the ball back to you, and Shanahan doesn't call a timeout. And you've got plenty of them. He doesn't call a timeout. He just lets the clock run. They get the ball back. They run two plays, in, in actual running plays, to run down the clock, and then they decide to take a shot deep. And it's only one shot deep. Now, I understand where he's coming from playing devil's advocate, right? Because you don't want to go three and out very quickly and give the Chiefs the ball back. But you've only got 10 points on the board. And, yes, you've held Kansas City to only 10 points. You don't want to go down at the half. But you also got to play to win the game. <coughs> Excuse me. So you you don't want to go down, but you do want to win. And if you're going to win a game like this, you know that you're going to have to score points. And it was just ridiculous to not do anything until there's 20 seconds left in the half, and then you're going to take a shot. You don't have to take a shot every play. Just go out and try and do something other than run into the middle of the line. That just didn't make any sense to me. So... That is something you have to wonder, is Shanahan going to have this hang over his head the next time he's in a big spot? Like, he hasn't been in a a tight, tight playoff atmosphere type of game because they were up big on the Packers, they were up big on the 49ers. He didn't have to worry about it. Like, the play calling in those spots didn't really matter, uh, especially because they were able to run over them, right? In this game, they were able to run over the Chiefs and they didn't. They didn't score any points in the fourth quarter. Uh, partly because they went away from it. And so, uh, the the last touchdown that Williams ran in for the Chiefs to make it 31-20 to instead of 24-20. to Just 
one, great blocking by the Chiefs on the edge, but just inexcusable. Like, to be in that spot where, okay, we know we got to get three stops, and we've got timeouts, and we can get the ball back. And they do a simple handoff off tackle, and he takes it to the house for 50, 60 yards, whatever it is. Just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, let's talk about the let's talk about the halftime show before we get to the ads. Uh, how incredible was that, right? J-Lo, Shakira, absolutely fantastic. Uh, had you bet on She-Wolf as the opening song for Shakira, that would have paid out 12 to 1. Had you bet Jenny from the Block as J-Lo's opening song, that would have paid out 20 to 1. So both were big underdogs, but I felt like they were the bigger songs, right? Like it, maybe they shouldn't have been such uh, such big underdogs in those spots. I, I don't know how they ended up plus money. But uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know of many people that were super upset about this. Obviously, you get on Twitter, you get on Facebook, any kind of social media, you're going to find detractors for anything. I don't think people were too offended by this. Uh, but those that were, you're never going to make everybody happy, right? It's just ridiculous. So uh, I had a good time with it. It was rather enjoyable for me. My wife loves salsa, loves Latin dance, all that kind of stuff, and it was awesome. We had a good time. Our son was up dancing around. Everybody that was over at the house had a good time with it. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. thought it was great. Fit the mood well. Fit Miami well. Uh, I would have them back again. I mean, that that was... You, you ain't going to get much hotter than those two. And it was incredibly entertaining. I will say that. Now let's talk about the Super Bowl ads. The first or the best rated. And we'll just talk about the first... Uh, let's go with 10. We'll do 10. The best rated per the ad meter on USA Today, the Jeep commercial for Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, average rating was a 7.01. It aired in the third quarter. If you're watching the game, you saw it. It was actually fantastic. Loved it. Uh, Number two was the Hyundai Smart Park. Uh, That was great. Jim from the office, of course, was in it. Uh, You got Captain America in it. Uh, You got the girl from Saturday Night Live in it. That one was a lot of fun. Um, you ended up having uh, Big Poppy, you know, from the Red Sox. He showed up in it. That was great. Number three is the Google ad, and they called that one uh, Loretta. Now, yeah, great commercial. Gets you all in the feels. I don't want to watch that while I'm trying to have a good time and watch a football game. Now, I, I did remember the commercial, so obviously that's a big deal, right? But... That is not, not what I would have done in that situation, but it did make you, uh, did make you feel a little bit. If anybody wanted to cry in the Super Bowl, uh, yeah, that's, that's what Google was trying to do. They were trying to get you in your feels, and they succeeded. Uh, number four was the Doritos Cool Ranch commercial with uh, Lil Nas X and Sam Elliott, and that was a lot of fun, right, because they're doing Old Town Road, all that kind of stuff. That was great. Uh, the Rocket Mortgage Comfortable commercial was number five. That's the one with Jason Momoa where he takes off all of his muscles. That was awesome. Now, I did enjoy that one. Um, and, of course, all the memes that have come out afterwards. Like, they, they've got Jason Momoa as Aquaman, and they're saying, that's Michigan. 
with uh, unranked teams, and then Momoa when he takes all the muscles off and he can just be himself. Uh, that's Michigan against like top ten teams. Yeah, really funny, really funny. Uh, number six, the next one hundred. That's the NFL commercial with the kid that's running through uh, all the different states, all the different stadiums, whatever, uh, through the streets. Amazon before Alexa. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't even remember that one. Like, I remember a little bit about it. Like, they were showing all the different, you know, stuff from way back, old-timey, whatever. Uh, the Kia, Tough Never Quits, was number eight. Eh. Uh, Microsoft Be The One was number nine. Okay. And then Cheetos, number ten, was Can't Touch This. The MC Hammer coming back with the Can't Touch This. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Pretty good. I loved MC Hammer as a kid. Loved MC Hammer. It was fantastic. So, yeah, uh, all in all, a good evening, a good night, a good game. The stats were weird because, obviously, Kansas City didn't really get their offense going until six and a half minutes left in the game. The most important play of the game was the third down and 15 play with six and a half minutes left that they hit for 40-some-odd yards. Uh, we talked in the in the preview about whether or not the San Francisco defensive backs were going to be able to hang with these wide receivers. And they were for the most part, but when it came down to crunch time, they could not hang with them, and it was not even close. The matchup was ridiculous. So, uh, cheers to the Chiefs. They had a a fantastic time, a good night. And, and yeah, I, I was excited about it. I think it was good. Uh, I'm looking forward to the XFL starting up this weekend. It's going to be fun. Chris will be back in town. Next week, we're going to be doing the show with him. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He is TJ Reeves from the Three Dog Thursday podcast. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Sideline Guy. TJ, tell me about the Super Bowl. Did you have a good time? Uh, wow. I mean, you got two different games, right? You got the game where San Francisco was controlling things, had the lead. For 54 and it looked minutes. Like it lo- and, right, and it looked as though it's going to be a sixth championship for them. And then lo and behold, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs do it again. I'm sure you've made mention of it uh, in your recap mode, but almost 200 yards of offense on those last three drives. Oh, yeah. I know some of it was Damian Williams running, but Mahomes just phenomenal all the way through the postseason. I know he had turnovers earlier in the game, but nobody's going to remember that. They're going to remember them hoisting the Lombardi Trophy for the first time in 50 years. The only NFL playoff team to come back from 10 down 
at some point in the game in three straight playoff games in the same playoffs and win. Incredible. Incredible what we what we just witnessed. Uh, and for Mahomes, how much is he – he's going to be making like Gary Seeger's Chris Giannini money right about now. <laughs> where I mean, if, if these guys are making 32, 34, 35 million, Mahomes is making that and then some, Gary. Wow. Well, no, so that brings up an interesting question, right? Because, he, you know, youngest to ever be a league MVP. Like, this is all within his first three years. He, he rode the bench for 15 out of 16 games in his first season. In his first year as a true starter, he wins the league MVP, gets to the AFC Championship game, and then gets knocked out by what everybody refers to as the GOAT in Tom Brady. And then in his third year, he doesn't win the MVP, but he he dislocates a kneecap, has to miss multiple games during the season, comes back, and then leads three straight 10-plus point comebacks in the playoffs and wins a Super Bowl MVP and looks absolutely incredible. Now, the question is, obviously he is worth 40, 45 minutes, whatever it is, he's worth that. But is he the kind of guy with all of these accolades that will take uh, less because he can get more in endorsement money? That's how Tom Brady has been able to do it forever, right? right? So well, is whatever, he the kind of guy that does that? Right, whatever State Farm is paying him, that's going to double. That's going to triple now. Well, he'll, he'll be the lead going forward. Yeah, and so you got to believe uh, whether it's Nike money, whether it's State Farm money, you're right. He's going to make $40, $50 million away from the field now uh, as well. And, uh, and what a romantic situation for he and Kansas City. And really, when you think about this, I mean, we have the Chiefs doing this for the first time in 50 years. And remember, 2016, just three short years ago, we had first the Cleveland Cavaliers win a championship for Cleveland, not just the Cavaliers basketball, but Cleveland as a whole hadn't had one in 50 years. And the Cubs, individually as a franchise, hadn't had one in 100-plus years. So we're seeing a lot of droughts end here in, in the modern times, in the 2010s, and now the first year, 2020, of the new decade. Uh, why, and you wonder about what, you know, what is the ceiling here for Kansas City? You don't, you don't know how easily they can get back, if they will get back, but you got to believe Mahomes gives them a great chance to be back multiple times in his career. If he stays healthy, how are they not going to be back in a couple more Super Bowls, maybe three or four more Super Bowls, Gary? I don't know what you think of that. And see, we're, we're all prisoners of the moment, right? We, we all think, man, he looked fantastic last year. If he hadn't gotten injured this year, maybe he was MVP again. You know, blah, 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 all this stuff. And he looked fantastic, right? But, I mean, did we not say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers? Did we not say the same thing, really, like about Russell Wilson, about Brett Favre, about... Uh, you know, back in the day, it was Dan Marino, right? It, we all thought that those guys were going to get to multiple yeah. games, and and they didn't do it. They didn't get in multiple Super Bowls. It is really tough to win a Super Bowl. Uh, how much do you think this game was Andy Reid and, and his play calling and Patrick Mahomes' ability to make plays versus Kyle Shanahan uh, absolutely crapping the bed at the worst possible <laughs> times? Because it, it, I, I wanted to blame it on... On Jimmy Garoppolo, right? This was like the perfect storm. Andy Reid had a guy on the other sideline that, I'm not going to say gave him the game, but gave him the opportunity to get back in the game, right? Well, right, and and, and it's going to haunt Shanahan, and maybe they get back and maybe they don't because he's now been there twice as an offensive coordinator with a 28-3 to lead and didn't run the ball. 
and now they're there uh, up 20 to 10 in the fourth quarter, get a turnover, and they can't put a drive together that's basically going to put the game away. Right. That's your point. But still, if you're the Chiefs, you got to go make plays, and they did. Oh, uh, and for all, all the yapping of Richard Sherman, he got deep, deep in a key situation by Sammy Watkins, which hurt him. You know, their, their vaunted defense uh, gave up big plays, gave up the long run to Damian Williams. You just, I think you got to credit the Chiefs more than analyze Kyle Shanahan uh, coaching and playing. Now, at the end of the first half, what in the name of Vince Lombardi were they doing with all three timeouts and not stopping the clock? Uh, there was one forty-five left or a minute left. What are you doing? Well, I talked in, in a recap instance? about that, and I, I said, you know, I understand not wanting to give because the Chiefs are great in those two-minute offense situations, right? Uh, you don't want to give the Chiefs the ball back, but you you have to understand that you are going to need points to win this ball game. Like d- ten points is not going to do it, so. You need to go and get points if you've got an opportunity, especially yes. in the field position that they had. Well, it worked out that they got the ball in the third quarter and they went ahead and scored a touchdown anyway and, and got up 20-10. to 10. But, boy, you would have liked some more points, obviously, at the end of that game. But, uh, again, give credit where it's due to Kansas City. This is more about them and, and what, is their, what is their ceiling here, how good can Mahomes be. But you make a great point. Uh, Brett Favre got there twice. And did not get back there. Even as close as they came with an overtime game against the, the Saints or with the Minnesota Vikings, he never got back there. Dan Marino never got back there after his second year. It is an elusive thing. It is a hard thing. But for Kansas City, they got in the winner's circle. And, uh, you know, what a, what a great storybook finish for them. I, I still love uh, uh, all, the, all the chatter about, well, you know, the, these teams, uh, they, they really knew that Patrick Mahomes was good. Well, if they knew that Patrick Mahomes was good, then how did they let Kansas City hop up 10 spots to go grab him in that draft three years ago? Exactly. I think they deserve the credit. Uh, Leach, the GM, and, or Veach, the GM, and Andy Reid, they deserve the credit for saying, we recognize this guy's talent. We believe in him. We're not going to throw him to the wolves his first year. And boy, did it, did it all pay off in the end here. Uh, for them, so uh, congrats! Uh, and again, Andy Reid gets the monkey off his back That's, as well. We didn't really talk about up. that. Yeah, yeah but before, yeah. Uh, but I know we gotta we gotta cut short this evening. But uh, but yeah, it, how how much fun is it to see a guy that that has been around? <laughs> that has been a lot of fun that everybody kind of pulls for because he's he's kind of like the fun uncle, the fun grandpa, the fun whatever you want to call him. Right, uh, right. He's been around forever. Couldn't get that monkey off his back. Finally gets it. For 20 years, he's heard, can't win the big one. Can't oh, yeah. win the big one. Can't say it anymore. Cannot say it anymore. Uh, you know, whether you talk about uh, Calipari in college basketball with Kentucky, you know, go right on down the list on, on coaches. Can they win in the biggest moment in the, on the biggest stage? Can't say it anymore about Andy Reid. What, what a great job by he and by the Chiefs. And I know we'll talk a lot more about it on Three Dog Thursday. We put the football to bed, brother, and now we're going to talk a lot more college basketball. So we'll have one final wrap-up of the NFL season and a lot of college hoops on Three Dog Thursday, my friend. That's Hey, football's not over yet. That's, I'm going to watch XFL this weekend, get a feel for all these teams, <laughs> and then we are right back at it again. So we uh, will have a good time. But, yes, make sure that you go and subscribe to the Three Dog Thursday podcast with TJ Reeves. You can find him on Twitter at Buck Sideline Guy. TJ, can't thank you enough for always hopping in with us. We will uh, we will continue this going forward and looking forward to some college basketball this weekend. Two thir- two things. I always love being with you guys. I want to know: Did Giannini get a selfie at Disney World with Patrick Mahomes? I haven't seen it on social media. <laughs> I want to know if that happened. 
And promise me that you guys will hop on with me in the college basketball season here on Three Dog Thursday. Great to be with you, brother. Uh, we certainly will. And he did not get that selfie. He was actually in a different part of the park during all that. And I, I don't blame him. I would have been as far away from all that as humanly possible. <laughs> all right. We will talk to you later on, TJ. Thank you for hopping in. Great to be with you. That was TJ Reeves. You can find him on Twitter at Buck Sideline Guy. Uh, find him over at the Three Dog Thursday podcast. Go check him out. Of course, to end it up, go to winningcureseverything.com. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, make sure that you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure that you subscribe on the podcast, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you leave a nice review. We appreciate those. They come in very, very helpful, of course. Um, and tunicatravel.com. Tunica, Mississippi is the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can find more information on them, of course, over at tunicatravel.com. We will see you guys again next time. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.